Welcome to another episode of NaFam, the podcast. Hi. Wow. It's getting your... I changed your, it like, up like your, I said I would. That's all I did. Is that changing it up? Making yeah. it worse? Making it hi. making it a little slower? A little high? Mm-hmm. A little more depressing? Mm-hmm. Sure. Is that what we're going for? Mm-hmm. Our listener base? Mm-hmm. Okay. How are you? Tired. Me too. Crazy. Well, it's supposed to be something different that we're trying and you're being a jerk about it <laughs> something different that you're trying that i'm now I said trying that to we are trying. i know i said you're trying and i and then i said and i am trying too so it's a late night um podcast mm-hmm. 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 so it's really early morning actually officially yes mm-hmm. i just got home a few minutes ago mm-hmm. and me too okay. you know by the way okay but you were home beforehand so? So, it's not the same. Not really. I've been gone all evening, I've been all gone night. all day. You know what? You were. Yeah. You were gone all day. And then I came home and cleaned the entire house. So what, let's let's talk about this. So what and made... And then I had to go out again. So what made you think, hey, let's podcast tonight, late? Why not? Because it's bedtime and it's been a long day. Isn't what? that kind of... I mean, did you just think this would be, it would be fun if we just... Sure. Okay, so let's make it fun. What made you think to complain about it? The fact that I wanted to go to bed. I want to go to bed too. <laughs> okay. But you want to... I'd love to go to bed. But you want to do this more. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So let's get started. So I just got back from the Michigan game. Sure. You said you were there. I said I just I got said home. Sudden, for I said I just reason, got home. I couldn't... I know, you said you were there, You t- that you claimed to have been there, but oh. you couldn't be reached via text. No, it was terrible. Or phone okay, call. This is, this is, or GPS okay. tracking. So you're a liar. You I, were not there. I want to I wanna, I wanna have this conversation. Michigan Stadium. Seats close to, I think, was 103,000 or 110,000 people. They, 103 or 110. I saw something that said, yes, yeah, sold out 103,000. Not today, but they were, they had something that flashed up. So I don't know what the capacity is of the stadium. If it is 103,000 or if it's 100, I thought it was 110,000. So I'm not sure the correct number. Anyway, it's over 100,000 people that the stadium holds. So tonight was a night game that we went to, started at 7.30. And I have to say, they have redone like the lighting for the stadium. It's these LED lights on the stadium. But they have it set where... They literally, like, well, the game's going, it's just a standard lighting, but then they can change the colors. And so, like, when Michigan would score a touchdown, all the lights would go off. And then, like, the blue lights and yellow lights would, like, flash. So it was it was pretty crazy looking on the whole field. You're really into this, aren't you? I am. I am. You're, I'm totally into it. You're the shit out of me right now. Why? Because you're staring into your phone, and I know what you're doing. And what just am I, What am I doing? You're tracking somebody. So? Take a break. <laughs> I'm texting somebody. Okay, anyway. So... It was really cool. And then they turn the lights off and then they have like these blue lights and then, you know, they have the music going and stuff and it's super loud. So clearly they have a new sound system. And then like people just like at concerts turn on their flashlights on their cell phones. So you're in the stadium with a hundred and, you know, thousand people Mm -hmm. and there's just all lit up with the cell phone flashlights and then these blue LED lights like shining in the field, like almost like strobe light, like on and off and stuff in different color lights. Okay. It was really pretty cool. Because it was a night game. That's why they did that. Because it was a night game. And then okay. they got new screens. Did um, you do that? Um, No. Who told you this? Like, this is obviously your alibi story. Like, who fed you this? Yeah. I did some research. Story. I did some research beforehand. Okay. They got new screens in the stadium too. And like the clarity on the screens is amazing 
And then they were like filming, you know, when they like show shots of people in the crowd and stuff. Like they're showing these close-ups of people in the crowd and they literally like their cell phone cases. Somebody had like an Ohio State sticker on their on their cell phone case. So they're like holding it up and they got on the screen and they're like zooming in. You can see crystal clear like Ohio State in the thing. So the technology they have is pretty amazing. Hmm. For all of that technology and everything they have, zero cell phone service in the stadium. Total bullshit. Mm-hmm. You are not like other people had help cell phone service. And Christopher did so. not have cell phone service either. He was stressing the whole time. I know, but his dad did. He has AT and T, and apparently he did have service. Yeah, so you can't say zero cell phone service. Okay, zero stadium. Verizon cell phone service in the stadium. I don't know if it's zero, but it's definitely limited. I would say one percent cell phone service. Okay. 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 Does that make you feel better? I'm just telling you, like my phone was in SOS mode almost the whole time. Uh-huh. A couple times I did get one bar, but mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything on it. And it was terrible. And then as soon as we got out of the stadium and like walked around, even within the stadium, then got service again and it was fine. But you just, just within a the stadium. Provider. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe that Verizon would, would have been that bad in a stadium. Well, And when we first got there, I did have a little bit of service. So clearly it overloaded whatever Verizon okay. you know, tower or signal because once it started filling up. You asked. That's where we're at. You're, I mean, you're doing just great host tonight. I'm just really tired. Shut, will you shut up? You're going to piss me off if you say that <laughs> one more am. time. Get into it. You know what? Get over I had, yourself. I took, like, when I got home from shopping today, I, like, dozed off on the deck in the lawn chair. And it was one of those things where you, like, doze off and I, like, startle alert and I have no idea who I am, where I am, what I am. And I just, like, this panic shoots through me and then takes like probably a full second to be like oh oh yes i know my name i know where i am i know who i am it's does that happen to you ever absolutely it okay does. yeah so that that's how out of it i have been all like tired i've been today and then right before i had to go pick up katie from her friend's house i was reading and i dozed off in bed so i am very tired your day sounds really stressful I'm very tired your day sounds very stressful <laughs> i was i told you i was cleaning this whole night and then i sat down for a few minutes did you ever go in the hot tub I did. Oh, you did? For a few minutes. Okay. Only because you t- said, have fun in the hot tub. So yeah, you like, told oh, me you were, I'm like, oh, now you're going to go in the hot tub. We I haven't said, been in quite a while. And I so... said that maybe I would because we cleaned it out. That's why. Yeah, yeah refilled clean water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. went in the pool today. So that was kind of, mm-hmm. I haven't been in the pool in a few weeks. It was nice. It's not been a few weeks. It has been a few weeks. Mm, like a week, maybe. But okay. I bet it's been it's been more than two, probably more than three. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Yep, it has. It has not. Look at you. Yep, it has. It has. I'm There's no you. way it has been. Okay, we don't need to have this conversation on this pot. Nobody's going to want to hear. Yes, it has. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Yes, it has. No, it hasn't. But it's true. Yep. It's been because there's been a few times where I've meant I wanted to go in it and that just hasn't worked out. So, okay, we were just in it like a couple weeks ago. Okay, you just said a couple weeks. You and just said a, week a week ago. Yeah, I know because like, well, Nick got in it like a week ago. Okay, we and went I know in you it. were just in it like a, two days before that. We went in it Labor Day. That was the last time we went in it. Okay. And today is the. 16th so it's been two weeks labor day okay shh, don't don't try to don't try to do the math no no okay. i need to it's do it's been this. just under two weeks it's middle of the night i need to figure this out <laughs> it's not the middle of the night what did we do on labor day it was like 90 degrees we didn't really do anything i don't think i went in on labor day no you didn't okay did i maybe i'm questioning that i was going to but <laughs> that maybe was I... the day we found the bees in our house <laughs> so oh i don't think i i think that was the plan <laughs> i think it was hot and we went we went um Oh my god! I don't even. Never mind. I'm we not even going ki- to try that. Like, we, we did go kayaking and stuff, so maybe we did come in the pool too. No, we were going to, but I don't think we ever. I think did. we did. All right, <laughs> <laughs> this is such a good conversation. <laughs> so interesting for our listeners right now. 
<laughs> I think we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Maybe we did. I don't know. Okay. Okay, that's where we're at. We have at. something better. Today's been a weird day. Why has it been weird for you? Because it's been long and weird. It has weird. One, we're podcasting at midnight. Two, I had to do something today I don't like to do at all, and I survived it. Mm-hmm. I started We've barely morning seen each working. We've barely seen each other today. Barely. barely. I had Taco Bell today for the first time in, I don't know, a decade. Yeah. So a lot of weird things. Christopher saw the text. It's like, oh, tell her not to shit herself. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Taco Bell. Funny. I haven't had Taco Bell in years. Um, Yesterday, Katie told me that she wanted to see if a friend could come come over. And I said, sure, that's fine. And then she's texting me and she's like, can we go homecoming dress shopping? I'm like... I don't even like know what I was thinking. I was like, sure, okay. And then she's like, well, her mom's probably going to want to come too, though. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Next thing I know, she's like trying to make me like make arrangements with this mom. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I, I, it's not my play date. It's your play date. Like, how about you find out where they're going to go dress, dress shopping and we can meet there and you guys can dress shop together. So where did you go dress shopping? So we did, I did agree on that. We were, we went to 12 Oaks Mall and I know but where I don't know. I don't, I can't keep up with these stores. This mo- there, was it one store. Yeah. We just went to okay. one store. They had apparently gone to a few, but, um, it was fine because the mom was funny and pretty down to earth. And the girls were like, we just went to the food court. That's why I had Taco Bell. And then, um, I hope the mom is listening to this and she's like pretty down to earth. Really? <laughs> pretty down- Oh, oh, okay. You're, you're something I'm just special. saying there was nothing forced about it. It yeah. was, she was super chill and funny and it was just like okay and she was actually really helpful because she was like telling me all these different places and i'm like to like look for dresses and stuff and she also this is also her only daughter so this is also new okay. to her so, 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 so she she's, doesn't have experience doing yeah it. so she's like i'm like wow you're i'm way out of the loop she's like oh no i've just been all over facebook asking people what to do so she get, i got a bunch of websites now that i can go to and look around for other options but oh. but you bought a couple dresses we did but then i thought well maybe maybe i'll want because you know they're i think they were talking about ordering a few and then just because they didn't get anything and then oh. returning what you don't want you Sounds know it's like a lot of work it does seem like a lot of work what was the dress store <laughs> when we were in high but school but i survived it and katie was like mom you did good you're being nice and well, social we know you survived it you're here it's midnight <laughs> and you're here we know you survived it you didn't have to say that um what was it what i i didn't go to the same high school I know, but I feel like in the malls there was like a... No, I don't know about what you guys had, but we had a store called Gantos in the Meridian Mall. Gantos. And that was... Everybody had Gantos, I think. Oh, did they? Yeah, I think that was... So it was... It was like long gonzo. But see, my high school, we didn't do homecoming. People that had to go because they were on court. And you wore flannels and jeans. No one dressed up for it in oh, my town. Okay. I don't know why. When I went to college, I thought it was the weirdest thing that all these girls were going back for homecoming and getting formal dresses. Uh-huh. I'm like, what is this? Go to the homecoming football game. Like we did that. And then we go to a party afterwards. But nobody did the dance unless you had to. Weird. I know. Interesting. I've learned later that that's weird. Yeah, it sounds like you guys. Yeah, and I don't think that's... that that's the case anymore, though, because I have a lot of friends that still live in my town, and like their kids are in high school now, and they post pictures They're all changing. the time of them and doing the whole homecoming mm. thing. So it's not the case anymore. I think it's. I think it's like a lot of things. I think it's like a fad that comes by. So Maybe. we had like we had Winterfest, which is like Sadie Hawkins, the same thing where the girls asked the we guys didn't, and stuff. Did we you guys? But no. I, don't, I don't think that's a thing anymore. Like I feel like that that doesn't it was happen a at all. Thing when I think that where who where. Did Brighton do this or did Germany mm, do this? No, I think Brighton did it. Okay. We maybe n- I'm wrong. I didn't go to it, so maybe not. I'm wrong. Nobody did dances. I had two sisters. That's why the only reason I even... In my high school, again, it was kind of, I think, like, it was frowned upon if you did the dance scene unless it was prom. 
Okay. So sometimes they call it winter ball, winter formal, winter guard, maybe? Well, I don't think they really, because that's what they were saying today, that apparently nobody really goes to the one here either right now, that there's a winter dance and nobody goes okay. to it. And I'm like, well, but that makes winter, sense winter because- Winter guard, I just want to clarify, is not the same okay. thing. That's just Thanks for clarification. For <laughs> Anyways, that makes sense because I've never even heard of it, so- I haven't either. I was like, what is that? Okay. It's like no, color I'm just saying the, the, oh, winter the winter dance. They, apparently, she was, they were saying there's a winter dance, but nobody, nobody goes to it. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of it. So that makes sense. Anyways, okay. great topic. Great topic. Um, we should probably learn a little bit more about it, maybe interview somebody that's got some more experience with it. High school dances. High school dances. Really high school dancing. The history of high school dancing. We did dances in middle school. That was when it was like in sixth grade, they started doing dances. Yeah. And then, so sixth my school was six and seven. That was our middle school. And then our junior high was eight and nine. I feel like there was like one dance in like junior high, but like it wasn't a big thing. But in six and seven, it was like so exciting because, and nobody wore dresses. You just showed up and there was a DJ. I went to one dance in middle school. I think just one, maybe more, but I think just one. Okay, cool. I went Good to, how many story. proms did you go to? I went to three proms. Oh, well, of course you did. Do you want to know my sad story about that though? Nope. I went to Two, I think. So you can only go, right, if you're a junior or sophomore, yep. or, I mean junior or senior, senior, but if you get invited. But my boyfriend was a sophomore. I had a boyfriend who was a junior, so I went with him. And then again, the next year, we were still dating. It was his senior and my junior. I went with him again. And then my senior year, I was no longer with him. But because I went to my first two proms, my mom was like, I'm not going to buy you a prom dress, these proms. I'll buy you a prom dress, your senior prom. You're going to have to pay for them yourself. So I did. I went to Gantos got my prom dresses probably about 100 bucks back then i don't know had to get the shoes back then you'd always dye your shoes to match your dress yeah i, I do remember and <laughs> i remember doing that. doing that so but sure enough senior year comes around my mom's like i'm not paying for your prom dress i never said that i was like that's bullshit so i actually had less money my senior year for some reason i think because i was spending on other stupid things so i got like a dress i didn't even like but it was on clearance so I was like, this is right, a really good story. This is a really good story. <laughs> I don't even know. What to talk. Well, I guess it's fitting because I always went dress shopping today. Fitting. Oh, no it pun intended. Was, fitting. It was. I was not expecting it to be emotional. Katie and I were walking up to the mall and I was like, oh, my God, will you take a selfie with me? Because it just like, kind of struck me. I'm like, this is like making me a little emotional here. Oh. I'm like, this is kind of a milestone, was, Katie. I saw your picture you posted. It was really sweet. Yeah, she was like, don't post that one. We should just post one when we're in the store. No, I was like, I no, like let's do it now when we're alone. Nobody's here. I liked it outside the mall. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you did that today. And then you came back. And then I went to the Michigan game. Yeah. And it was funny because Chris took a friend yeah. to the Michigan game. Because Nathan couldn't go because he worked. He worked. So, yeah, he was bummed about that. But, yeah, so Chris brought a friend that's a Michigan super fan. And Which, is that possible to be a bigger super fan than Chris is? Um, We can cut this if we need to cut this. But I will say he said, like, his dad's a huge fan. He's so a huge fan. We don't, I'm not, don't put me in a position where I have to cut something. So just don't say something if I have to cut it. Because oh, it, it's a pain in the ass to cut shit, okay? okay? So don't do that oh, to it's me. Not, it's, well, okay. <laughs> he's a bigger fan than Chris or he's not? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Bigger fan than my nephews? I'm going to say yes. Bigger fan than my dad? Well, I that's don't... tough. Okay, because my nephew is a bigger fan than my dad. So that was a trick question. I don't think so. <laughs> you think so? It's pretty even. Anyway. Yeah, I think so. Anyways, well, that's exciting. Yeah, so so this is the funny part about it. And I'm going to share this. He very knowledgeable about the players on Michigan and, I mean, the Michigan football team. I mean, very knowledgeable about it, like incredibly, and very excited about it, very passionate about it. Okay. 
the the story that I said you what I was going to share with you is he was saying last year I think I think they beat Ohio State and they him and his dad they got so excited they were watching it in their basement and they broke the coffee table because they were so excited <laughs> so that's why I was saying that they were a bigger fan because yeah. like clearly they show a lot of enthusiasm well so you also like just let don't me f- even know what the outcome of the game from last year that's really pathetic. oh I know trust me. I'm sitting there driving and I'm like, oh, I don't fit in here. I don't fit in with the th- other three people in the car. Well, they're like, all huge. Huge, huge fans. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, when I go to the game, it'll be fun. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, seriously. It was, yes, talking stats and talking and just talking a lot of things. And I'm like, mm, yep, not. Oh, poor but anyway, so what was funny about it was we get in there and the friend was very hyped about it. was like, this is like, I'm so pumped right now. And Chris doesn't doesn't like a lot of doesn't like crowds doesn't like to like stand out in crowds. Okay. So his friend was giving him a hard time about like, dude, you look like a statue right now. <laughs> like, come on, man, get into it. Like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. pump your fist in the yeah, air. Yeah. Like, let's go. Uh-huh. And, and Chris is just standing there. And it was it was. I just thought it was great because we always give him a hard time about that. But his friend was. Uh, yeah, that's well, know. that's nice because I feel like he wants to be like that. He just feels awkward. Doing that's exactly it. what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So it was. It was pretty funny. That's funny. I can't believe that this guy is a super fan, and I wonder if he even knew that. Like, they could have yeah. been bonding over this for so long. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know if he knew that or not. But yeah, both his parents, he said, went to Michigan, and he, yeah, he was very, very excited about being able to go. So he said, actually, he said that he, this is his second game. Actually, he said a third game. He went like a spring game. Okay. Um, but this is only his second game, and they were both the season that he's actually been. So. Oh, really? Yeah. And did you guys get your good seats? Mm-hmm. Cool. Very, so very, did he like that? Very good. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was fun. It was cool. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Michigan played Bowling Green. Did not look great. Okay. So they ended up um, pulling ahead and winning by. Good. We quite don't a care. Bit. They could just but, watch it on TV. Well, we I was going to gonna say one of, the, one of the Bowling Green players got hurt. Okay. And it was actually really scary. Oh. I think okay. he got. I think it and it didn't look like it was a big deal, but whatever he did, I'm pretty sure he got knocked out during the tackle because when he hit the ground, it didn't look like he like caught himself okay. at all. They. I don't so it took a long time. It took a long time, and they had to come out with like the the board and stuff, and oh. cut his pads off him. And oh. so he did like he had his hand. How up. long did that delay the game? I'm thinking probably a good 15, 20 minutes. Wow. Okay. And so yeah, when he left the field, he did have his hand up, and he was like doing a little bit of a wave. So he clearly he was moving at least, which was okay. good. But it was yeah, it was pretty dicey. It was rough to see. <sighs> it makes that. me so, so scary. That's so scary. Yeah. No, it was very yeah. That's yeah, it hits you, especially having a kid that plays football. Just like well, I don't know that he plays football. It just it's just in general. I guess just to see it though that happens. It's scary. It's scary every it's time, scary. and you can get injured in practice too. Like right. Um, that and it's not just football. I mean, it's not yeah unique to that. However, it is like when you actually yeah when you see that it's like oh, uh, you know yeah no we've seen it we've seen it at our high school football games yes. yeah I don't think I've seen anybody actually like this guy was like it looked like he was out cold like completely knocked out I don't know for how long we've but, seen that oh okay. remember remember that one time the ambulance had to come on the I field? do remember that but I yeah I didn't remember anyway. So, so, okay, well. Anyway, that's my story. Okay, that's all you got. What about, what did you think of Hosier this week? We saw Hosier on Thursday. And I know, I didn't ask that. I asked what you thought of him. Well, I wanted to let people know. <laughs> he, I think he put on, and in, what I'm going to say, he put on an incredible show. I yeah. think his singing live is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Better than even the album. His voice is so. His voice is like so smooth and just like there's this. It's 
carries. I mean, it's so. What's the word I'm looking for? There's well, a word powerful. there. It's, it's so. But it's almost it's, like is it is the microphone? Is it a trick microphone? Like, is there such a thing? Like, it's like that is. It's just so. I just think that's his voice. I think it's the way he sings. Yeah, it's good. Or it's a trick microphone. It might be. Well, I think like you know, it's kind of like Alanis Morissette's got the same situation. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say is a, a little bit of a. I don't know about that. We've talked about that. I don't know if she lip syncs or sings. Mm, she's got some of it. No, but either way, we we don't know what happened at that concert. Yep. It was fishy. But he did. But that was, and it was debatable. It was so debatable. I will. I listened online. People talked about it. This was a year ago. Yeah. However, just in general, she's got that same thing going on. Yep. Everybody says that about her. Yeah. What I did notice is there were were certain songs where his voice does some funny things, and I'm like, how are you going to pull this off? Like what? Like because it's not auto tune, but it's something mm-hmm. different. And in those songs he had a microphone stand with two microphones on it and when he did those little well, yeah, parts yeah and he sang into the other that. microphone mm-hmm. i saw that i was there i'm talking <laughs> through you to our loyal uh-huh. listeners because they want to know uh-huh. and so yeah when he did those little that were a little bit more fuzzy or something yeah. else like he used the other microphone so yeah he, no he i think good. he was singing and his voice is he it's was pretty, like it's pretty um hypnotizing in a way almost yeah for sure and he was like i feel like an og like it was like an og concert experience i feel like now you go to concerts and they're just so there's so much pomp and circumstance and like the artists are like they're such great performers i mean that's what i do love about the lumineers like they are so they just have their act down i mean it's just such a beautiful display they all just sort of come together and put on a show they get really like you know they come in the audience they do all these things and they a lot of it is impromptu and a lot of it you can tell is just you know it's rehearsed and it's part of it but it's still there um he didn't do any of that like he doesn't come into the crowd in fact i think he only threw like two picks at the end of the show there was no set list thrown out there was like he like leaned into the crowd was it for take me to church i think so twice twice two different yeah both sides yeah but that was the he oh he and he did there was a guy that like wanted his tattoo signed and it was this whole thing and he did jump down and sign Stop the guys the show for that yeah so that was neat um was it? Well, you were so <laughs> annoyed with it because you couldn't stand the guy, but I didn't see the guy, so I okay. didn't know. I just thought it was pretty cool that you know he went in and it, came in and, and did you, that. You called me out on my own shit for that, and I will <laughs> say you are right. I was, before the show started, because we got there early enough, we were in the pit, and all I noticed was, I noticed that guy very plainly, um, or I mean like, and he was talking to a lot of different people about his tattoo, his sleeve of tattoos uh-huh. that were all music yeah. related. He had Pink Floyd, and he had a bunch of, and I, I didn't know. see what they all were. But why was that so triggering to you? because you want to be able to do that you no. want that you want to be able to go and like put yourself no, out I, there and I, ask for attention no what i told you was it it felt to me as a bystander very attention seeking exactly what th- i want you that's my and, point and you called me out on that why you do you were have a right. problem with it attention like, seekers you, know you only have a problem with attention seekers if you have a problem with it but you're right wanting it your was own like, attention okay he he got his attention like he, yeah that's fine like you I, could just neutrally be like oh that's an attention seeker yeah. good for him i hope it works out for yeah. him but no you got triggered by it so there's something it's there it's not like i went no hosier don't sign the tattoo he's you just an attention would have loved to have done that but you're afraid to so <laughs> so but Not that's true. exactly, exactly. Oh you were so God. triggered by it. You were like so disgusted with this guy. I'm like, that's funny, Jim. Yeah. You got some work to do there, but whatever. Yeah. No, when you're ready, I, let I me know. Will, I, will, I will own it. I will <laughs> own all of my shit around it. There were a lot of little factors that just for some reason was just kind of like, eh. But that's that's my problem. So well, good I think for, good it's for funny because good for this guy. we he had a girl in sign. front of us. It was like, why does it always got to be the only person that's like waving their hands the whole time or like... 
changing their position constantly so they're obstructing your view. Always got to be the one in front of me. Like uh-huh. I'm literally looking around like nobody else is doing this but her. Uh-huh. And then I'm getting annoyed by her. And then you were getting upset with me for getting annoyed by her. Like it's a concert. I'm like, I understand it's a concert. And I'm that's why I'm trying to let this go. And I'm okay with well, it. But like, seriously, I don't, I also have that like, I, I'm going to like think about how my I'm impacting the people around me. You know what I mean? Like if I'm yeah. waving my hands in the air constantly, I'm going to like probably actually not do that because I'm thinking I might be annoying the person behind me. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this brings up an interesting point because recently, um, I think it was Adele at her show in Las Vegas. There was a fan that was standing up and security came over to tell that person to sit down or like leave the show and she stopped the show and she was like no that's my fan and they want to they want to stand and sing and everything like oh. they they're at the show like that's like leave yeah. them alone yeah and i've heard and i can't give specific instances i've seen on my news feeds my social media things where at different concerts like where the artist on stage actually is like telling security like no back off let let this person like do their experience yes and so yeah there is a there is an and that happened to, to us though too remember when we were at the music fest last year there was like yes. a whole line of people that were complaining yep, about people standing up. About. it's like we're at a concert i'm yes. sorry if you want to sit down that's not my problem right first thing i thought about <laughs> and then security did come over and they were kind of like well could you just like and it's like well and then she said i'm sorry and she she said you know what you you guys need to stand up it's you enjoy yourself she finally yeah she realized she like realized, no this person's just being difficult and yeah. they need to get over themselves that's yeah. exactly it so concert etiquette you know what we're not going to talk about it today but think mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. people think about it what is concert <laughs> etiquette what is appropriate what's not appropriate if you're dancing in your space and you're doing all that mm-hmm. are you expected to stand in your little box and mm-hmm. not move if you're in the pit or something like that well, then, or are you and we're supposed not gonna, to like and we're not going to talk about this here because i don't want to do it because it's too risky but i will say you have confronted a fan at a concert because he was wildly inappropriate with somebody else yes that's and yes that so so yeah that's where, bullshit where, that was bullshit but where's the line I mean, you actually ended up bringing security over and it was this whole thing yes. because that guy was i don't think he was so I, I, however yes that's <laughs> one of the first one of the only times i've actually wanted to punch somebody <laughs> and like drag them out of there because oh. And he was bigger than me, so it probably wouldn't have happened. But I was so grossed out and irritated by uh-huh. his behavior. It was uh-huh. totally appalling. Yeah. And he was bothering somebody else that was smaller than him that was not comfortable with the situation. Right. right. And it was funny because you said to the guy, are you okay? Are I, like, you asked the guy and he was like, I am not okay with this. And he started thanking you for stepping in. Yeah. So anyway. anyways, um, yeah, that's a hot top, interesting topic. But you know what else I want to talk about? What? At that concert, the guy that was selling the beverages. I have been thinking about him ever since. Do you think he recognizes how much impact he has for the greater good of the world? <laughs> Seriously, I thought about that today multiple times because he was so awesome. Yeah. He was so funny. Oh, he was great. He was the person selling beverages. He first comes into the pit and he's like, let's get hydrated together. Yeah. And he's just trying to, he was just silly. And then after that, he went up into the the, the seated portion and he would, what would he do? Well, he'd say, you know, who, what did he say? Who's thirsty or who wants a drink or whatever? And somebody raised their hand. And he's like, 
everybody give it up we got one over here he's and like he, we got another we one. got another one and he'd go over there and he'd go give it up everybody and, and everybody get, would clap and people must them i've never been to this venue he must be like a staple yeah. there or something because everybody was just cheering wildly every time it happened yes but the level of energy and excitement and silliness he put into every single transaction was so funny to me and i'm like that guy is living life the right way like he's got it all it wasn't figured like he out. did it two or three times every, every single time single time yeah yeah i've thought about him a lot since then oh, great and so seriously okay. like, like honestly like who would have thought that a per that that he seriously must impact so many people in that way uh-huh. yeah and so it's funny because i mean at concerts i haven't had that experience i think like you yeah know, you, like get, usually you get the people at, at the baseball games and stuff they come but even for and, a tiger game he was over the top yeah and so that's the thing is i think that for how the way he does it there's probably very few people around the country or the world that have that same level of enthusiasm and bring their own mm-hmm. like spin to it and their own kind of character that they yeah. build into this thing not just like it's not this you know peanuts hot dog it's it's just this no. engaging the crowd i really in think this he process. was being himself too like yeah it was obviously he was being his silly self yeah yeah he was having fun with it i'm like well i mean what better way to switching gears because i have to do it before i forget i have a correction to make from last week i said that joy and fear operate on the same release the same chemicals in the body operate on the same like um systems in your body it's excitement and fear i, I don't know why i mix those up oh but it's God. very important distinction thank you for and saying i needed that. to correct that my week has been wrecked because of that. Well, I bet it was because you were probably trying to experience joy when you were afraid, but you're really supposed to go for excitement. I know. When I'm you're like, afraid. I'm experiencing joy, but where is the fear? <laughs> and I'm experiencing fear, but where is the joy? And I now it's excitement. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Wow. Wow. Mind blown. The other thing I want to talk about is this. Why is it that when nobody tells you that when your kids are in high school and they like get a social life, that it's like you're reliving your high school social life all over again but like not on the same schedule like i'm expected to like you know be up and ready to drive and like participate in things i don't want to participate in. like i didn't want to socialize and go dress shopping and go to taco bell today i didn't want to have to stay up until 11 to go pick somebody up from somewhere i don't want to stay up till 1 a.m to make sure somebody's where they're supposed to be every night like this is getting really fucking old really fucking quickly and i still have like at least four years left of this nobody tells you that nobody tells you that well do you have a better appreciation for your parents at all related to this i mean I guess if they even cared. <laughs> I was actually talking to. I did, my dad. My dad's actually was talking to me about that last time I was talking. He's like, he brings it up a lot, and I'm like, but like my. So my mom got. We didn't have cell phones back then, obviously, and I guess this is how I know. I guess I do. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I joked about how my mom probably didn't. If she cared, she did care. Obviously, she put rules in place for me. She doesn't. She's not an anxious person in general. But I guess the true sign that she cared is that she went out of her way to purchase me a pager. Like, that's like not something she would do. But I think she did it because she, I was never around and she wanted to be able to get in touch with me. Yeah, so I was talking about this on the way home from the football game today with your ex because he went with us to the football game okay. about, you know, being in high school. And it's like, yeah, we didn't have cell phones. So mm-hmm. if you had a curfew or whatever else, like what you were doing in the meantime, like how did our parents handle that? And he's like, he said, you know, he had a pager too, I think. But he's like, 
And my parents didn't know how to get a hold of me on the pager. Like they didn't know how to use that or do well, anything. Mine did. That. They would page me. Y- yours did. Just to but... check in. Not that often, but. But that's the whole thing. It's so different. I mean, we've talked about this on here a little bit, but like 360, you know where they're at. You know how fast they're driving. You know what's going. You know what I mean? Like the, the cell phone, you can reach them, text them anytime and know, assuming they respond, what's going on. So mm-hmm. that is, there's a balance there. And how much should we know? With... How much should we. Well, with anything, right? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. But that. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I think if I, at the end of the day, no, I, I like it this way. I'd rather be a parent today with all of that technology than my parents because, well, first of all, I was their fourth and they had two that put them through probably a lot of stress. <laughs> and then I came around and I think it was like, well, she's not as bad as they were. <laughs> so, um, but um, I know, I think the hardest part is for me is like, I know a child, when you have a child that's into the same things that you were into and you know that they want to be doing and probably are doing the things that you were doing, it's like not fun, Jim. It's not fun. And well, no kidding. I don't think that you are have to deal with that level of stress that I have there. Um, I'm going to say you are correct I on that. I am 100% correct. And I'm also <laughs> going to say that you, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's also a personal journey for you to figure out how to um, raise myself, navigate that. Well, like like I said, it goes back to how much do you want to know? How much should you know? What do you want to know? Everything? Are there or, or is it better? No, I don't want to know everything, but I want to know that. Come on. I don't mean you specifically. Really? I don't even mean. Do you, you not want to know if your kid's out drinking and driving? Of really? Course. Everybody wants to know that dumbass. Of course. What, I, what <laughs> kind I, of question is that? No, I'm saying. And I'm not saying, saying he's doing that. I'm just saying, like. Right. I don't mean it like that. I mean, as far as just. You know, because you you will never know everything you want to know. You absolutely. I think that I think that as I've been thinking about this too, because it's like, well, I got it. Yeah, like you know, I can't do this for the rest of our lives, right? But I think it's this idea of like he's still learning too. Oh, he's still figuring out the limits. Totally. So it's like that's that's the scary piece. So I guess that's I guess that maybe the better question is, you know, at what point can you start to let go a little bit? You know. And it's, I don't know that there, there's no set time or anything think, like that, yeah, but I think, I think it's like, it's like, but, time. but I think it's what, incremental. yeah, at what point is because like, I am letting, okay. I mean, I, I obviously am letting go now. I'm just saying like, these kids are so immature and they want to do things that like they, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were joking about that on the way home. Cause it's like, yeah, if you just communicated a clear plan on what's going on and the, the two boys that were with us were like, but nobody like it's. It nobody and that's has true. the clear plan, and, that's true. and it's like we that never it, had a clear plan either. Right, that's the difference, though, is because now you know I'm like I just want to know where you're going, where you're at now, uh-huh. and it's like, but it's constantly changing because oh, we're gonna do this. Oh, never mind, we're not gonna do this well, now. Now that, we're gonna do this. Okay, now we're gonna do this, and it's like and that's how it was when I was a kid too, and that's yeah. what I had to remind myself. But but we have the means to communicate every change along the way, right? No matter what, right. so it's not like. I'm at somebody's house. I can call you and tell you this, but as soon as I leave the house until I get someplace, and I'm not going to call from like, right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. And you're right. We didn't have a plan, but it just feels like you guys can communicate everything. You can come up with a plan, but it it never, it's the same as when we were kids. I know. Cause it's not even that. I think it's yeah, no, that, that doesn't. We all had pagers back then too. I'm just saying like, it was still the same thing of like, I have never well, let's try this house. Oh, there's so nothing know. going on at this house. Let's go to this house. Right. Like, I mean, it's just, I think that that that's timeless. That's, that yeah. has nothing to do with technology. I never had a pager. 
just for the record. I'm not surprised. I know. I'm just, why would why would why would you? I don't know. I'm I mean, just letting you, you know. You got to be a certain caliber of cool to own a pager. Right. You know. Yeah. Like. Oh, I, I hear I you. I mean, let's be I honest. I hear you there. Kids that had pagers don't really need a pager. Okay, you're so cool. Well, we were. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. <laughs> all of my friends had pagers. Yeah. We all had pagers. I don't. Nobody didn't have a pager. If you didn't have a pager, it was like we well, are not hanging out. Because how the hell are you going to get a hold of anybody? Right. Yeah, no, I'm curious. I'm curious <laughs> if I lived over here my senior year, if I would have had a pager, maybe. No, you would not have had a pager. No, Jim, you would not have had a pager. Oh, whatever. To each their own. Just for the same reason why you don't have the stress about raising yourself, whereas I have the stress about raising myself. Raising yourself? Yes. Your little self? Your, your... I, it's no surprise that when your children become teenagers, they're highly likely to be doing and engaging in, in the same things that you of did course. as a kid. I have to stress out about mine. You don't have to stress out about yours. Let's just like keep it that simple. Okay. So no, you would not have owned a pager. No, probably not. <laughs> You're right. I probably wouldn't have seen a need for it. So. Yeah. I mean, you have to pay like a whole $10 a month for that. That's not something that you would have nope. been willing to invest probably in. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. So there's that. <laughs> um, are you offended right now? You're offended. No. You get really offended when this comes up. No, I find it funny. You're like, so there's that. <laughs> You're moving on to a new topic. You've been topic jumping quite a bit. So that's why I'm just saying. I was just wondering, like, so what are you feeling right now? Me? Yeah, you have one that's out right now. So what are you feeling right now? And you have another one that went to a bonfire tonight that you picked up. And obviously, you weren't worried about that in the right. same. That was you wonderful. About, that was wonderful. I, I get say, to pick you up, drop wor- off. You weren't worried about the same things by any <laughs> means. But I'm just saying, like, you know, it's the reality that, you know, you got two that are. I mean, to... knock on wood, but like, I'm okay right now because I know what the plan is and I'm okay with the plan. Yeah. Last weekend was a little stressful for me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Understandable. How about you? Where are you at right now? <laughs> I'm right here. I'm sitting right here across <laughs> from you. You can see me. You know where I'm at. We got a new roommate this week. We did. We did. We did. When would it be uncomfortable for you to talk about what you and I had discussed about that, that we both just realized that we were both simultaneously experiencing and it surprised us? And then um, you shared it and I was like, oh my God, that's so weird. No, I had this no, I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to say anything to you the first couple of days. And I think I told you on Thursday, actually, when we were at the concert or before the concert. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So Nick moved back in Monday. Well, he's staying here for a little while. Move back in temporarily, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. now, and he hasn't uh, lived here for two, almost exactly two years. Yeah, which, like, to- this is the part that's really crazy about that is in my head it was a, it's been a year. It's like no, he's been out of high school. I know for, you keep doing that. I'm I like, know. no, dude, he's been. It's he did not years. just graduate. He graduated. I know. It's ago. it's I like <laughs> in my head. It like I said, it, that that's telling. That's very telling um on on one part because it's like i'm still looking at it like oh no he just finished his senior year and it's like no he finished his senior year that's been yeah. you know he's been a year gone you know yes. done from that so um so that's that's part of it and i think that the realization really hit me is we we've had some really good conversations we talked about you know what this would look like and what you know i need what you need what the you know expectations are and just like hey you know I just want to know where you're at. Uh-huh. Like, um, you know, uh-huh. what time you're going to be, what, what I mean, what time you're going to be home. So I make sure that just different elements to that. Um, but I realized after a couple days, like how much more peaceful I felt, how much more just like I felt yeah. m- more complete. You said that and you touched your heart when you said it too. Like you were like, I just feel peace in here. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, because I was like, dude, <laughs> I was 
literally having the same experience where, and I didn't even, I explained it to you. I, I had had this like, sort of like realization. I was like, reminding, like, you know, when like you have like how I explained it to you, like, you know, when you finish a semester in school or you graduate <laughs> with a degree and you have to remind yourself that you mm-hmm. don't have homework. Like you just think every day like, oh, I got to go home and do homework. Yeah. And like, then all of a sudden you're like, I oh, don't no, have I any don't. homework. And I like don't. this whole like yeah. feeling of like relief comes over that you didn't even know that you were missing. And that thought has popped up a few times. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nick's here. Nick's mm-hmm. here. And then it's just like this thing happens in my heart. And I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't even know like that that was missing that much. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I didn't even like I knew f- for a while, but that was you, two years ago I knew. Right. Two years ago I knew, but like it's been some time and things have passed and you know, there's been ev- a lot of evolution and different things happening in that space. But so, so it was really interesting to be like, oh wow. So when you said that, I was like, are you kidding me right now? I've had the exact same experiences. Yeah. It's just this wholeness that you kind of feel that again, you get used to it. Um, you get used to living without it in a way. Well, yeah. And the funny thing is, is like, you know, this is, it's been brought up a few times like, oh, what if, what if, you know, I came back for a little bit or whatever. It's like, I've been very honest about that. Like, that'd be great. You know, if you don't, that's fine too. Like, and I've had conversations openly, like it might be a little adjustment because I'm not, we're not used to having this extra person around, you know, like it might be like, I was, I was actually, if I'm being honest, like kind of like I, and I was, I was like, it would make me very happy and also stressed. Like just thinking about how like, oh, that's just going to change up the schedule. Nothing to do with him at all. Just like, Oh, yeah. a shift in the schedule, another body in the house. Like, well, so, so, and, uh, and, and so to have the opposite happen, the opposite of stress experience, it's like, whoa, that is so right. interesting. So, on that note, that was one part of it was he was like, yeah, one thing that I like for him, for him, he's like, going back and forth between two houses is a lot and mm-hmm. feels like that's too much. So, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Like, that's not my com- like, that's not comfortable for me. Yeah, because that's what I, I suggested that. And a so, lot. The, so the difference, yeah, so the difference here is we have all the other kids half the time mm-hmm. and they're on the same schedule. So, mm-hmm. we've always, since we've known each other, had certain days without kids. Mm-hmm. Well, unless there's like a random here and there where one kid's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying, in general, that's the schedule. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, yeah, no, we have we have a kid here. Not really a kid, but, you know, mm-hmm. all the time. And mm-hmm. so, but... Well, not really, because he works. Exactly. Anyway. But he's, yeah, <laughs> he's working full time and he's got other plans and everything else. So, yeah, it's not like he's here all the time. But at the same time, it's just, yeah, every night, it's not just us on certain nights. There's mm-hmm. somebody else that is around. And... Yeah. But it's been, yeah, it's, it's you know, and I know there'll be things that we get annoyed with and everything because that just is natural yeah but at the, but, what to the, the, but but the, the fact the, that it happened on that like again like that nervous system cellular level it's like it just ha- like you and i both simultaneously had these experiences and we weren't even sharing them where we were like oh we yeah. didn't like it just whoa i wasn't expecting this that's it that's that's exactly what it felt like was yeah, I was expecting maybe a little bit more um, stress just because of the simple fact that like we're changing our schedule in a way that's like we're we have something else to adapt to. Right. And it hasn't been that at all. Right. It's just been like, oh, this is really nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And again, it, it very well could be short term. Um, right. 
but that's okay. Like it's yeah, just, it's, yeah. it's happening now and right. experience it now. And like, like I said to you, I was like, I didn't want to say anything at first because I felt like trying to dig a little bit deeper inside myself. Like, what am I really feeling here? Like, what, what is this about? And it's like, no, there's been something missing um, for a while. Now. Well, for sure. And so, yeah, it's, it's been a really nice shift. Yeah. It's such an and I don't know that I have a lot to say about it right now because there's more reflection to be done. But to me, it's such an invaluable, just, I don't know, lesson or. <laughs> I think um, it is a lesson. I think something it's, it's like, no, yeah, this family matters. Relationships matter. Like, you know, just, you know, I've been through so much as far as trying to cope with the dynamics of a blended family for a very long time because there is, I mean, we've talked about it on here and it's hard to put words to unless you're in it. But it's like, it's just, I've always felt so fragmented in this torns, torns, torn, uh, stretched. I've felt, oh, I can't even, again, it's just like it, I felt, you feel it externally and you feel it internally. And there's, it seems to have been nothing that any of us could do about it to make it feel whole and then there was a break and there was a change in living situation and we adapted to that on you know begrudgingly but we did and it was just like okay and then all of a sudden he freaking just comes back and two days later I feel this profound internal shift of wholeness <laughs> it's like wow see yeah okay you can't talk your way out of this stuff you can't you can't it's, try to just be like it is what it is like your your body feels it and, and then, I was gonna say, and then it doesn't there's a different um quietness internal quietness mm -hmm. that i felt since yeah you know and, and like i said there were times in between for sure where it was like there's more peace because of you know we had some complications and some some mm -hmm. um, issues mm -hmm. and but there's you know there's growth there's maturity there's well, wisdom think, there's a lot of other things that I think you because know, there was those complications whether no matter where the person is that internal experience is felt but when those complications go away and there's just like that ends that's like right like I said. Whether harmony. he, yeah, there's just harmony there, and yeah. yeah so no matter how this is temporary, temporary or not, the impact of it, I think, is like permanent. Totally agree. The internal impact of yeah. it, yeah, and I mean, for all of us. No, I totally, totally agree with that. It's like, yeah, it almost feels like, and I don't want to get ahead of anything, but it almost feels like that doesn't matter. Yeah. Because this will carry on regardless. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a little surreal feeling. Mm-hmm. And unless you've been through it, I don't think you can you really can't. understand it or explain it. I wanted to make some mm -hmm. kind of com an analogy or comparison to something, and I don't think it's appropriate, so I won't, um, mm -hmm. like an illness or something else, and I don't want to go down that road because I don't want to pretend that I can but equate I hear the you two there. together. I hear but you there. it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's coming to terms with living mm -hmm. with something maybe and then maybe getting some kind of like yes. treatment or something and then being like, Oh, yes. Okay. Like it's, yes. there's a, so, but again, I, I don't want to try to say it's the same, but at the same time, it's just, I would imagine the feeling could be similar. Well, I think it's very fair to say that because I don't think I would have thought that either. I would have been like, well, you can't compare those two experiences, mm -hmm. but that's what, that's how it feels. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I obviously like that's just exactly what comes to mind to me too. It's like, oh wow, like you've just accept again, you've accepted your reality, you've tried to work within right. it, and you thought you were doing okay. And I mean, it's almost like yeah, I'm doing okay. And then all of a sudden, yes, the gods are like, no, I'm going to give you this. You you've earned it or whatever. And mm-hmm. you were like, really? Are you sure? And then you're like, oh my god, okay, yeah, this is how it, this is how it's supposed to there's, be. There's, this there's, is how it's supposed to there's be. There's very different levels of okay. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And so that this is just a this is just a very. What do you um, mean by that? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like I'm doing fine. I've accepted this reality. Yeah. Versus being like, I don't have to accept this reality. Yeah. That there's that's yeah. I'm I'm okay in this state because I've accepted this reality. But now I'm okay because i don't have to well, you don't choose something that i don't desire or want i'm yeah i'm not in yeah. a state where it's like oh i have to just be okay with this right you know it's like that layer's removed and it's like yeah well, no i'm just okay and i yeah and i guess i, I don't want to not to belabor this but to me the most interesting and almost shocking part is like i thought i was okay with it <laughs> mm-hmm. and then it i just got this taste of this and i'm like it you know it does like bring up a little bit of like resentment about like should have never fucking happened, but also like there, it did. So yeah. it doesn't matter. This is where we are here. This is where we are. There's there's <laughs> always going to be that piece that is difficult to deal with. Is that somebody else interfered with something that they shouldn't have interfered with to make something happen? I'll leave it at that. But we should have never been in that position. But because we were, that was what we felt was the best decision. And I still think it unfortunately was the decision at the time that needed to be Yes. Across the board. Yeah. Not just with us. It was I'm gonna say it was our decision, but at the same time it's like it needed certain things certain things do need to play out a certain way. You know what I mean? Oh they absolutely do. And and it shouldn't have ever had to get to that point, but it did. So You know it's I didn't expect this to come full circle here, but um I had told you on Tuesday that I had the most profound therapy session I could have ever, I've, I've experienced today and it could have ever hoped for. Um, and I can't put words to it. I told you, I'm like, I can't explain it to you. It'd be like, I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm on page 25 and I can't explain to you page 25 and expect you to understand it without knowing pages one through 24. Like I can't just regurgitate all of that and you can't put words to it. But like the epiphanies and realizations that I had during that session are like, invaluable and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm not gonna do this justice at all whatsoever but basically like we were it came back to this like it's uh book two of the yoga sutras um 2.1 and we were talking about this whole thing and i was i was having all these realizations so it was just this like very natural evolving conversation that ended up sort of capturing that yoga sutra and she told me because she told me she said I want you to go back and read that one and reflect on that after this but it was this idea of purification through heat and like this idea of like yeah the circumstances around you are painful and you are suffering and they're valid and it's like maybe just like let it burn like burn let it burn that off and I was just I just had this huge like yeah like there's so much that I want to resolve but maybe there's so much that just needs to dissolve and Mm -hmm. like I just think about that with all of this experience too it's just like we had to go through the burn and face the heat even even if we can sit there and say you know it was unjustified it wasn't fair but it doesn't matter like 
that's the situation you're in. Right. And and so when you just said that, I was like, yeah, that kind of like brings up that kind of, I wasn't talking about this situation in therapy, but just, I was talking about another one, but it applies. It's the same, like, maybe, maybe one idea. Maybe one way to explain it would be, and maybe this isn't, doesn't fit in with what you're saying, but I, I, I'm envisioning here, you know, there's a fire going and you're trying to put the fire out and you have very limited tools to put the fire out and so you're you're like you're working you know with like uh you know one cup of water at a time pouring it on the fire but ultimately the fire's still spreading it's still burning one cup isn't going to put it out and so ultimately you're you're we were well can i okay never mind go ahead i was just going to say and sometimes what you have to do is you have to let that fire burn what it's going to burn and burn itself out to get to a place where you can get that kind of fresh start i'm thinking like a forest fire you know how like you fight fire with fire it's like there's a forest fire going. again it's like purification through heat like there are some things that need to be burned away but to but we were sort of talking about it yeah because it's like i'm not i'm gonna really mess this up i i can i have it all inside of me it's so hard for me to articulate it but this idea of like you know if we're all sort of like on this life course and this journey and we are sort it's unfolding before us but it's this idea of like it's perfectly unfolding as it's meant to be as if as if it's a math formula working itself out each and so some of those some of those corners uh spaces roads paths are painful they might be painful and so it's this idea of sort of like just sort of full acceptance of the heat that you're in without necessarily trying to resolve it because it's like this is part of the process and the of the unfolding to get to the ultimate place that's meant to be it's it's a part of the formula unfolding that you just sort of have to be Mm -hmm. in and it's not necessarily white knuckling it it's literally embracing and facing the heat of it Mm -hmm. if that makes sense I don't know. I think it does. So that you ultimately, though, are getting to the other side. And so the goal is not to necessarily in those moments of heat to you're going to alter what the perfect unfolding is meant to be. You'll alter that if you maybe react to a situation Mm -hmm. or you ignore a situation, whatever it is. But if you are in full acceptance in any given moment, you are allowing things to unfold as they're meant to be so that you are getting to the ultimate. I guess that's what I, yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to say is like, you almost can prolong the suffering if you're trying to like, like, again, trying to put this fire out with a cup of water at a time, you're doing all of this effort, but you're not changing the course of anything. If you just let it burn itself out, it's going to be quicker to get to the end where you're going to get to the same place anyway and with just accepting that this is where we're at and i think across the board not just for us but i think on the other side that same realization you know it's the full flowering i mean that's where the full flowering takes place you know but you have to yeah 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 so anyways that's life is um, crazy life is beautiful and crazy (laughs) and beautiful yeah as uh, Glennon Doyle talks about, brutiful. Brutiful? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a term that she coined in one of her first books long ago. What What, what is like brutish? Is that brutiful? Brutal and beautiful. Oh, brutal and beautiful. No. Okay. That makes that makes sense. <laughs> I'm like brutish. What? Like, uh, yeah, I got it now. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And I think that it's... Um, some people do a much better job at pretending that it's not brutal. Yeah. And... Ultimately, I think there's probably a lot of internal pain that comes along with that. And 
um, it's hard. I mean, nobody I, wants to experience the you, brutalness of it. Talking about yourself right now? Is that a little bit? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know that I've ever heard you admit that anything's brutal per se in you, life. You, I mean, brutal. <laughs> so, the, well, this is this is one this is one example that I would say fits that. Um, and I've said before. I mean, I think for the most part, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those glasses half full and well it's not that bad it's not that bad and it's like but this is one of those ones that it's fine this is one of those it's fine more than anyone i've ever met yeah i can believe that i can (laughs) believe that this is one of those situations or um that i've been through in my life though that i guess maybe without even realizing the extent of it this is a little bit eye-opening for me like oh okay was it eye-opening because you had this realization of peace in your heart this week that was what was eye-opening about it for you yeah that the toll that it took along the way Mm -hmm. was much greater than i was maybe willing to admit Mm -hmm. you know i didn't Mm want to see it that way but Mm -hmm. it's the reality of it Mm -hmm. and it's like it's okay to admit that it's brutal and that i'm also can't necessarily change it and live through it rather mm-hmm. than trying to be it's fine it's fine you're right like i i absolutely which so is there's... my way of telling myself talking myself like into this place where no it's fine like you white knuckle it power through it's fine like everything's it's like okay but that's that doesn't do it justice what it feels like you know that doesn't give ex- openness or acceptance to what the true feelings are behind it mm-hmm and again, you don't always realize that in the midst of it, but then after it's like, oh no, that was, that was, that was brutal. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh-huh. It was brutal in a lot of people. I was going to say in that, yeah, not just us. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So there's gratitude there. There's gratitude though, because. Definitely. Because what we have right here, right now is so much authenticity and like, I mean, I don't know that we, I, I feel like. I feel like we kind of maintain that all along, but also obviously with slip ups along the way. But this is the, you know, this is, but this I, is authentic. I'm going to go back and I'm going to say that, yeah, without going through the fire, like I don't know that we would have had, like you said, we've tried to maintain authenticity this whole time. We think we have, but I think not just for us, but for the other people involved, like it's, I think, given them a, um, maybe an awakening a little bit to what that looks like, what authenticity looks like and what that feels like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you and I kind of talk about that a lot mm-hmm. where they're not talking about it a lot. So mm-hmm. I think it's like, oh, there's, I think just think there's a, there's an awareness there that is, wouldn't be there otherwise at this point. Yeah. And I'm speaking very much. In yeah. Well, you have to, you have yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. No. And there's a lot of players involved and there's a lot of, there's a lot of unacceptable behavior that's occurred along the way. And, uh, I don't, it's taught me lessons about who I'm going to value in my life and who I'm not. And that's also, I also have gratitude with that, you know, uh-huh. like that's behavior is not acceptable here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Then there's common recognition around that too. So yeah, sort of. I think that there is, everybody has their own unique relationship with each individual because everybody is working out their own journeys. So to stay out of another person's journey with another person is very important to me. Like, Oh, absolutely. But I am not going to devalue my experiences and my journey with other people. Like I'm not going to allow that to be questioned, but I'm also going to recognize that like that's not your journey with other people no that's my whole point is that that's the beauty of it is that this provides um maybe a more 
transparent view of all of that doesn't feel like we have to get involved in that and we don't have to like that's not our place to get involved in other people's relationships with other people mm-hmm. it's just like oh and it's this... not their place to get involved with mine you right know? Like... right but i'm just saying it's like but this part of this is seeing that oh no they you know it's just more open things are more open in general Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, which is really great because again, that goes back to the ultimate goal of just like uh, like authenticity to be able to live authentically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So again, not to belabor this, but I think you real. I I've realized that there is a part of me that hasn't lived completely authentically. A part of, wait through this process. A part of you, no shit. Wait, what? Start over. What do you think? What define authenticity? Like well, what? How do you see authenticity? I guess what I'm saying is that yeah, my based on my personality and who I am, and and you know, I just like I said, I want to say it's fine because this is the best it can be. So I'm gonna say that that's acceptable and that's fine. And so when I say that I haven't necessarily been completely authentic it's like i didn't give myself permission to feel mm-hmm. worse right and actually like you just said that things are kind of brutal i didn't give myself that permission and so therefore that's why i say there's a part of me that wasn't living authentically because i didn't i didn't own that yeah because i think like authenticity i think a lot of times you know i think sometimes like i will like i it's something i value a lot it's something that's like it's kind of like I talk about it all the time. So like what we can know about people is if they spend a lot of time complaining about what other people aren't doing, it's like their thing that they're probably also not doing, that they're they're that they're actually not doing in the most I don't know if I want to say idealistic, but like sort of like it's super important to them, but they're also fucking it up and it's probably their mission to figure that out. And I I think I I do believe authenticity that's my thing. So as much as I preach it and I I also struggle with it in the way in a way of like carrying it out in the true purest form of it right of course so of course it's a big one for me and like i think that's like a lot of the realizations that i'm reflecting on right now too like i think that i do it well much of the time but i have a there's a big some major blind spots there and noticing where those are and like really shifting in that way yeah um you do it very you do it very well and i i'm kind of half laughing over here because at the same time there are things that you'll tell me like just you you know don't be fake like be authentic about well and that's not authentic because i think that's really what people will be like be real say just say how you feel that's part of it but that's just a piece of it you know it's it's doing it in this sort of divinely loving nurturing mm-hmm. compassionate way at the same time yeah. you know yeah. so it's it's complicated. <laughs> it is complicated. Well, it's complicated and it's also easier said than done. Yeah. That's my that that was my whole point to that is like you can say you can look at me or I can look at you and I can be like, Well, you should you 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 should feel this way and yeah. you do feel this way and so like that's something that you th- don't have to apologize for and also this and it's like but sometimes it doesn't I think what I think what I've for me what I've discovered most about myself when it comes to my blind spots around authenticity is that I can do it really well when it when I feel like it's a safe environment and and I and I'll do it even when it's not but then there's all this second guessing around it. I want my environment to also be authentic. And mm-hmm. that's where I get really like 
caught up and like become my own worst enemy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah, so like yeah. learning to be like, okay, there's this whole pool of people that are not authentic. They don't really like your authenticity at, you know, either, mm -hmm. but you can also still, first of all, you can fine tune your authenticity, but also you can, you still, you, you need to still be authentic even, mm -hmm. even when, you know, yeah. you don't need the approval of others to be an authentic person. Right. And you can also recognize that maybe that pool of people isn't living their authentic selves. And it doesn't mean you have to not ever talk to that group of people, but you just know yeah. where you are versus uh, where they yeah, are. Absolutely. And like, yes. So that all yes. I'm saying is like, you just have they, they aren't going to like you, they aren't going to change. And that's like, that's their journey. You're on your journey, but yes. you can be comfortable in who you are and yeah. how you present and how you, you know, feel about yourself. And you don't, the second guessing, like that's the part that's like, you can hopefully stop that part of it. Right. Because you don't have any reason to second guess yourself. Right. Anyway. Right. It's, it's tricky though. Again, that's sort of that purification through heat though, because when you find yourself in, because I, I, I never, I, I don't want to say never. It's been the most challenging. This has been the most challenging segment of my life related to authenticity. And I think it's because I found myself face in the heat of lack of reciprocity. And so that has led to a lot of questioning. But through that, again, through facing that like idea of like, yeah, that's that that that's part of the the unfolding and so for you to be your authentic self you're going to have to learn how to be authentic in the face of inauthenticity yes exactly and that's uh -huh. for me <laughs> uh-huh it is it is and you're not alone in that what's yours mine is um i can do i can survive okay in the lack of authenticity my challenge is to be authentic, no, you know, regardless of where I'm at, because it's easy for me to be like, this group isn't being authentic. I'm going to fall into that trap and it's easier. I'll take the easy route. I'm not sure what you're saying. What I'm saying is I'll play the game. Oh, you're not going to be authentic here. Well, then mm -hmm. I'll just play the game. Okay. And then I sell myself short. So you're a chameleon. You mean like I yeah. like that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So my, my challenge is no, remain true to myself mm -hmm, and be authentic. Mm -hmm. Assert yourself. Yeah. And be like, no, it, same thing as you. Don't second guess myself. And this is perfectly, you know, capable of feeling the way I do, thinking the way I do and like being who I am. I don't need that extra approval. I don't need to prove anything. Yeah. So I think like knock that you, this and, idea of like still being yourself, being your own individual in, while in the relationships you're in, whether it's a romantic relationship or a professional relationship or whatever, that like you're still an individual. You don't need to conform or mold or enmesh or yeah. whatever with the person's opinions that you're with, that you're allowed to mm -hmm. have your, you're allowed to be your own individual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah. And that, like I said, that's where I get, for me, it's easy to do the chameleon thing and just be like, okay well i can just do this too and i'll just go along with it because it's easier yeah and therefore it's less painful and it's, it's more enjoyable but then again you walk away and it's like mm, well it might be more enjoyable in the moment or the you know while you're in it just because okay this is easy but then you feel like well but i sold myself short mm -hmm. you know i didn't i didn't say how i felt i didn't share who i am in a way mm -hmm. you just mask it mm-hmm so. You pretend you're okay with everything yeah. too, yeah. like while you're doing it. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's the difference. Because I think it's easy to like, that's not easy. There's a group that, or there's oh, not a group. There are people that do those things and be go along, but they might go along angrily, right? Like mm -hmm. you're like, this is great. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. We're opposites in that way. You're like, <laughs> I don't really want to do this, and I'm not going to say I'm not going to do it, but I'm going to kind of let it be known that I'm not. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm more like, just do it. It's better mm-hmm. if you just go along with it because it's much more and enjoyable. Be so happy about it. Uh huh. Yeah. So does that apply? It's brutal. I don't know. I'm gonna. Re- not, I'm, I don't know that this part's gonna go in. But does that apply at all to this idea now? Or you're like, I felt this internal sense of peace. Was there a piece there where you were for that energy? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know how to word this, but like, was yeah. there a lot you didn't say this whole time, and then you thought you were okay not saying it? And then now you have all this peace that you weren't expecting, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe, yeah, maybe there was more. Like maybe I should have acknowledged. Like you just said, there was a lot that apparently I didn't yes, acknowledge. Exactly. You would. You yeah. So okay. Yeah, because I I took the path of there's nothing I can do about this. Nothing is going to change this. Mm-hmm. So the sooner I just accept it and tell myself it's okay, mm-hmm. this is the right thing. Mm-hmm then I will be more okay with it instead of being like, this is the right thing and it's incredibly painful. And it's bullshit. And it's bullshit. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Whereas, yeah, I could be like, this is not the right thing and this is bullshit. You were like, this is the right thing and it's fine. And (laughs) the middle is is that this is the right thing and it's bullshit. (laughs) That's the middle truth I was going to say because it's like, (laughs) yeah, feeling helpless and feeling like going down that road of you know this is not fine but it's the only option and it's bullshit and Uh all of that like Uh well what what does that get me right and guess what that gets me authenticity and um lets me experience all of the feelings i'm feeling yeah instead of yeah instead of instead of repressing that i guess so yeah suppressing suppressing it and I think, again, circling back to this idea of purification through heat, I just think so much just comes up for me as the ambiguity of so many things is that those are the periods of ambiguity where it's like, okay, we're going to burn this. We're going to burn through this. And then there's going to be clarity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, we, and again, it's that full acceptance of ambiguity, full acceptance of the full range of emotions that go along with all of the ambiguity. Mm-hmm. It's funny hearing you say some of this. Is it? Acceptance of the ambiguity. Okay. Because you are probably, if I had to rank all the people I know at the Uh top of not accepting ambiguity. Uh Uh-huh. Like that's not your safe space. It's nobody's safe space. It's nobody's safe space. But it's definitely something that I think impacts you more than maybe... I think it depends definitely, on the space. Definitely me. I think it depends on the space, Jim, because there, I think there's lots of areas of ambiguity. You yeah. freaking... You know what's funny about that is actually we were... Turn yeah, into a Tasmanian devil, but... We were, we were, talk, <laughs> we were talking, I'm not going to say about that, obviously, specifically on the way home today from the football game and um, talking about you a little bit. Oh, I love it when my current uh-huh. husband and my ex-husband... Uh-huh. And your son. Ta- and my son <laughs> talk about so, me. <laughs> Just saying that there are, I I had mentioned that I think that there are certain situations where you actually respond much more, maybe measured and... There um, absolutely is. Absolutely. There 100% is. I'm joking. I say there's certain things that you are, yeah, um, definitely can handle and deal with. Like, you're like, you know what? And this is like, this is tragic, but it's okay. Like, we're we're okay. And also processing that and separating that out. more so than maybe me or your ex in those yeah, situations. Yeah, there's a lot, at least 50%. So yeah. suck it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I give you I give you twenty. <laughs> no, maybe no. <laughs> you want fifty? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. So yeah, so it was just like <laughs> there, but it's it, those are different spaces than maybe where I. You're very do different that. from him too, though. Like again, you might ignore something, pretend something's not happening. No. So that's where I'm going to say that I'm my fit. I'm at least I get fifty percent of the processing mm-hmm. on that. I think that he will at times like um he and I he and I are cut more from the same cloth, and oh, it, there sure. are things that like he's like worked up about, and I'm like this is not like mm-hmm. the way to handle like you know what I mean. So yeah, like. Absolutely. So I think it's easier to say that it's just on the surface from the outsider view. It's like, okay, you may be more 50-50 with your ex because like you can just observe those conversations where mm-hmm. it's like, well, let's let's talk about this. Let's think about this from this perspective. Those conversations don't necessarily occur with you. So it maybe doesn't look like 50%, but that's just because you're just more adverse to conversations in general about difficult topics. Um, but it's true, Jim. True. It's true. I won't, I won't argue with that. That's, that's, that's a fair statement. That's fair. Mm-hmm. All right. You got put in the hot seat this week at couples therapy. Let's also just put that out there. I did. It felt so good. Yeah. And I get to lead again next time. So yeah. Were you humbled? Um, come on. I thought you were humbled. Don't take that away from me. Okay. Yes. I was humbled. I was talking to my fr- girlfriend about it. I was like, I think. She's like, was he upset? And no, I'm like, no, I think he was actually like humbled. Yeah, yeah. I, was try- I don't know if humbled is <laughs> the right word, but yes, I would say, yeah, definitely. Um, no, I, I, and, and to be honest, like when I was saying what I was saying, when sharing what I was sharing, like I also knew like I was, I think in that I was admitting like I'm not right on this too, but yeah, it was like you got you got very validated. Let's put it that way. You got very validated. It was like yeah, because was that was right. still your fucking response. Right. Whether you, <laughs> I t- totally, totally, <laughs> you and responded. I was and I was acknowledging like yeah, I, I get that my response is a little fucked up. You didn't say here. that. You actually didn't say I that. Did. You were just like to me. I just feel like you know yeah, fill in the blank. I, I know. And she but was I also like, said, but I also recognize. I did say I, I added a little. Added a little yeah, more. after she put you in your place. Okay. I'm just maybe, kidding. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but. No, and I, I knew that, and I feel like I took a little bit of risk on that because I knew that unpopular opinion, what I was saying, wasn't the right thing. But it's how you feel. But it's how I feel. And so Okay, that's... so if I'm feeling this way, why am I feeling this way? Yeah. And that's something that because needs to be talked about. Because you're less than human, but yes. well, that's, an, that's for another day. I think we already <laughs> talked kidding. about that. You already fucking called me C-3PO, so, you know, you want to have that conversation? <laughs> Stop. I was reminded about that the other day. You were? To, yeah. From who? Somebody. Sent me a couple of uh, memes and... Microsoft Teams. Oh, really? I was, I was saying something about, I don't even know what we're talking about. I was saying something and he was like, are you more, were you more like, and he sent me a picture of Luke Skywalker and then another one of C-3PO. That's funny. I was like, yeah, in this situation, more the first. So. Anyway. Yep. It's forever out in the interwebs. Oh, it's out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's wait till AI gets a hold of it. Now pretty late. Because we'll have to talk more about AI conspiracy in another episode, but. Yeah, you have to read. Yuval, you have to go back and. Yaval Havari was really going off on Instagram the other day about what we're facing with AI. I'm like, ooh, somebody, I don't really want to be around for that. Somebody else is just <laughs> talking about it. Um, God, I saw something else on the social media platforms. I um, think that I think that there's a chance that we're AI, and so I also think that a, if AI is going to be is going to follow the laws of everything else, Tim they're going to end up being. It was Tim Burton. They're going to end up having a conscience, and they're going to you know they're going to make good decisions and have morals and integrity, and they're and there's going to be some that don't, and they're going to figure it out. They're going to figure yeah. it out just like we did. Just like people, <laughs> exactly. Um, 
Yeah, I just anyway, don't want to be in their crosshairs. We'll have to we'll have to go back and revisit our AI chat GTP conversation before we do that to not only make sure we don't repeat what's already been. Oh, said, we should probably but, also do some research on what's going also, on in the world of AI because I I'm say, living under a rock and when it comes to that. Totally so. agree with that. But also, it's been a little you know it could be two months, three months since we had that conversation. It wasn't that long ago, but uh-huh. I feel like even in that time, yeah, we need to do a little bit of research first. But there's, you know, things evolve quickly. Yeah. And especially in that space. Mm-hmm. So anyway. So how, okay, so we're going to bed now, but we did our first middle of the night podcast. Yeah. It kind of feels like staying up for Santa. Am I right? It's like that same level <laughs> of I, thrill. <laughs> sure. Do sure. we get presents in the morning too? <laughs> No, it's good. It's just fun. It's something different. It was something different. Keep things spicy. Ooh, I like spicy. <laughs> okay. Taco Bell spicy? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Well, I love you. Love you. Why don't you hit that button? No, you hit it. No, it's the B. Just hit B. No, you you hit it. Just hit it. I can't. Oh. We can't break tradition here. I think we should. It's the middle of the night. We've already broken tradition. Here we go. <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye.